David, with so much uncertainty now, how has this impacted the futures market? The futures market had, of course, since 1985, a fantastic run. And it has been the biggest driving force uh, to fund managers making decisions because it's led the indices and obviously in many of the major shares. And of course, it's become very competitive and many of the banks now have their own futures dealing operations. And I would describe the business as about as mature as it's ever been and it's cutthroat competitive as well. I actually think going forward, because of the high degree of uncertainty and imponderables, I think futures are going to have an amazing year. But I think, you know, it is going to require tremendous policing by the authorities and the regulators, because I think we're going to hit volatility in 2016, the like of which we haven't seen for a very long time. We keep saying that every year. And last year, if you look at the graph, particularly of equities, it's been violent. And the graph of foreign exchange which is the biggest market in the world, has also been very violent. The ability by central banks to forecast the future has been at best dire. And so when people take out positions, they have to keep cutting them back because it's not happening. So I think the foreign exchange market uh, in terms of financial futures is going to be colossal. And I don't think it's going to be exactly shabby in commodities as well because people have seen such a bear market in commodities for such a great period of time that there's going to be times when people are going to want to cut their shorts out or take out new positions hoping that some of the commodities will rally. A financial future is an expression of thought and a view and that will always be there. Well, as you said, the futures market has really grown substantially over the past years and this looks set to continue. But what do you think this says about the confidence in stock markets? The thing I love about the futures market is liquidity is that if you make a decision and it's a wrong decision, it may cost you, but it may not cost you as much as it would do if you're in the parallel cash markets. And, you know, there is the inevitable flow of fund management that has to come in, particularly to the bigger companies and the tracker funds who have to support the big companies because that's their raison d'etre, and that will continue to happen. But as we know, the private individual's um, share of the market has been dropping consistently. Because if he looks at what's happened in the last 25 years, if you haven't been in property, you've, been, you've had a terrible time of it. I mean, the, uh, just to look at the FTSE 100, uh, FTSE 100, if my memory serves me right, it's down from 6,994 to 6,100, which is very roughly about 14% down. And you could say to me, and you'd be right, that's very unfair if you take out the dividend uh, component. But the dividend component's only about 35%. So it's been dark. And if you've been in property, you've made several hundred percent, probably. The equity market is there for, and is absolutely fundamental, because it's the greatest employer next to the government in whatever country we live. It's fundamental that it's buoyant, that its companies are well run. But as a, an asset, it has been deplorably disappointing. So what trends have we been seeing in the futures markets that are worth paying attention to? Well, the trends in the futures market is, is their continued use. But this, again, goes with uh, the mood. And when you looked at what happened with quantitative easing when it came in on the 9th of March uh, 2009, I mean, for the first five years, whatever it was, uh, the Dow was up 160% or whatever it was, and the FTSE up 90%. That's what, because the market was underpinned by quantitative easing, and it was an insurance policy. Now, the value of that quantitative easing is, to say the least, uncertain. 
Well, ETFs as derivatives have become more expensive over the past two years. Why do you think this is, and would you say it's set to continue? It's not surprising when you've seen uh, what's happened to trading uh, since the debacle in 2008 and the collapse of Lehman Brothers and various other banks, Royal Bank of Scotland, sustainable HBOS, and many others that I could mention, is that the regulatory bodies are on top of their game. And they have told, uh, either in front of the general public or behind closed doors, we need you to limit your level, level of exposure to what we would describe as risky in investments. It's a question of uh, cost of regulation, uh, cost of capital, which has gone up, and lack of appetite because of what's happened. When you're trying to restore your balance, you can't be involved too heavily in those kind of things. So you don't see them overtaking futures anytime soon? No.